You're tuned in to the Walker AC Experience Show. My name is Tina, and I'll be your host today. Your original host, Adrian Walker, is feeling well today, so I'll be sitting in doing a little chat with you guys. Um, I would like to, first of all, say I wish everyone is okay today, uh, in good spirits and good health. Um, recently, I've been going through a series of traumatic events. Um, I've lost three relatives this year, and throughout the entire grieving process, I've had to deal with relatives who have been extremely toxic. So if you've ever been in a situation where you've had to deal with toxic people, it doesn't matter what the relationship is, it can be with family, it can be a romantic type relationship, a co-worker, a friend, even an acquaintance. Um, you know how difficult that can be. So I would say my journey started even before the loss of my three loved ones this year, but I've been learning to live with the toxic behavior. I've been making excuses for people verbally and emotionally abusing me. Um, it's not okay. And some may ask, well, why did you allow that? Um, because when you're dealing with toxic people who are family members, it's a little bit harder to get to the point where you set a boundary and say enough is enough. So I'll start at my father's death. Um, my father went unconscious due to some difficulties with his heart. And he had been on um, a ventilator for three days, although his heart was um, beating fine. He wasn't breathing enough on his own. He was taking some breaths on his own. So three of my sisters came down from Georgia, where they live, and um, basically my mom didn't want to be left with the decision of whether he should be pulled off the ventilator or not, so she left it up to the kids. Um, my take was, we don't have to pay for him to be on a ventilator. Let's let him sit there until the insurance stop paying and give him time to recover since it had only been three days. Um, but I had two sisters who said that absolutely not. They needed to have closure before they got on the plane and went back home, meaning they either needed him to wake up or be dead because they had three days to get back to work. So we took a vote on it. And um, I had one sister who's very manipulative and very persuasive, and she was able to encourage my other siblings to vote with her to pull him off the ventilator. I maintained my stand and voted for him to remain on it. 
and immediately once I voted no, I was called, I don't know if I can cuss on air, I do apologize, but I was called a punk ass bitch for not voting to take my dad off a ventilator after having been on there for three days. And coupled with feeling like they're taking my dad away from him, they're not going to choose to advocate for him and give him a chance to recover. On top of that, now I have to suffer the normal verbal and emotional abuse I've been taking for years from them. And so I feel like that was kind of a breaking point for me. It, it has made it very difficult for me to grieve with my father's death. Um, because it's like I'm trying to deal with the, the abuse. I mean, it went beyond just those words. And dealing with my father no longer being here. Um, they refuse to apologize. I have tried to work it out for my mother's sake, who said that, you know, her husband is gone now, her grandson just died, and she don't want her living kids to be fighting each other. So I, I tried to work it out for the sake of my mom. But my sister told me under, <laughs> I use her exact words, she's not going to stop. I asked her to stop abusing me, stop um, treating me the way she does, and she told me she's not going to stop. So at that point, I said, this is my boundary. If you're going to say you won't stop, then you can no longer have a part in my life because I can't accept it anymore. Um, and of course, I got attacked for that. And um, my mom, being, being the non-confrontational person that she is, she's always trying to advocate for peace. She kind of like took the middle ground versus just telling my sister she's wrong which makes it even more difficult for me because I kind of feel like when people are wrong, you have to call out the behavior and, and you have to let them know it's wrong. And I I mean, her stance is just, she just wants peace in the family. And so I had to tell my mom, there's not going to be any because I just have to sever the ties. It's, it's too toxic for me. Um, and I have to begin my healing process. So I actually have started grief counseling, um, coupled with just counseling from suffering this ongoing abuse that I've had to deal with. Um, and um, so I am on a path to healing. It still hurts because, of course, being that it's a family member, people still will call me and tell me what she's saying. I try to to let them know that I'm not interested in what she's saying um, because it only hurts me over again, and and I really need to move on from that situation. Um, so, if you've ever been in a situation that's been like really toxic for you. Um, a lot of people think that forgiving is what you need to do to overcome it. And I would just like to say, and I just told this to a friend earlier, um, she's kind of in love with the guy and she wants to move into a relationship with him. But I told her that she needs to heal from her prior 
relationships. And she kind of said, oh, no, I did because I moved on with this guy. But then he did this and I healed and I move on. I say, you never healed. You forgave them. You stopped being angry at them for what they did to you. But healing is having a soundness of mind and heart and being healthy again. And if you progress and move on to different relationships or you continue in that same abusive relationship, you're only carrying that same baggage, that same hurt with you, and you will never be successful in that relationship or your next relationship. Um, so I'm on a path to healing, and until I heal, I have decided to kind of like close myself off from developing new friendships, just any other type of relationships because I don't want to find myself in a position of taking out the anger and pain that I feel other people because sometimes the abuse can become an abuser. And it's not because you want to. It's because you're dealing with the trust, the distress, the trauma, and all of these things and you're kind of on edge. So everything tends to aggravate you or make you annoyed or whatever. So that's a personal decision I have made for myself. Um, and, and I hope what I'm saying resonate with some of you all. I hope that if you, you've experienced this, just hearing that someone else is going through it helps you. Um, perhaps you haven't started your healing path yet. Perhaps you're still dealing with those toxic people. Cut them out of your life. Okay? The definition of, of toxic toxicity is poison. It's poisonous. You have to heal yourself. Do not keep ingesting the poison into your soul. It will and it can kill you. It's stressful. Stress is one of the number one killers. So I need you to remove yourself, begin to heal, begin to know that you are worthy of respect and love and demand it. Set your boundaries and anyone who cannot respect your boundaries, you need to say goodbye to them as painful as it may be. And it, it is very painful to say goodbye to the people you love. It hurts. And it's it's almost like you have to grieve cutting them out of your life and losing them. So there's a big process that goes on with grieving. Um, you may need to get counseling for it. Hopefully you have a big uh, group of friends who can support you. Like my support group system is really small. And it's one of the reasons why I started my own podcast to kind of try to be a support for other people who are going through some of the same things I experience. No matter what, just know that you can get through it. You are worth more than anything someone tells you you are. Do not allow anyone to belittle you. Or make you feel like you're not worthy. You are worthy. I know that I am worthy. I will heal and so will you. I think I'm going to end this podcast right now because I'm getting a little emotional. I don't want to start crying on you guys. But I would like to thank you for tuning in. 
to the Walker and Six Experience show today on Podbean Podcast. Um, I think you can follow him on Apple Podcasts, um, Pandora, Google Podcasts. I'm at a loss of words for how many podcasts you can follow this guy on. He's everywhere. Um, just Google Walker and Six Experience. He'll come up. You can also listen to him on uh, YouTube. Um, and don't forget to check out his merchandise at um, cafespress.com forward slash waste. That's W-A-C-E. Again, thank you for tuning in to the Walker AC Experience Show. My name is Tina. I've been your host. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening.